We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The WadeFord.com hotline. Welcoming Chris Vanini of The Athletic. Chris, how are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, Let's start with Jalen Carter. Of course, the biggest news coming out of the scouting combine. Uh, Do you think that that situation is going to affect him as a potential top five pick? Uh, Yeah, certainly. Um, You know, things have to play out and we have to find more details, more specifics on what happens. But but absolutely. I mean, this isn't like, you know, Lyle Collins, you know, or the video of the him in a marijuana, you know, mask happened before the draft. This is a much more serious situation where a person died and not, not that he's at fault for that necessarily, but um, that that's a very serious thing that teams are going to look into. You, you've seen reports now of him potentially dropping out of the top 10. I think ESPN had him at maybe number 12. So uh, yeah, I, I do think this is going to impact a guy who people thought could be number one. Another guy, another dog who made waves for a positive reason. That's Nolan Smith. He's climbing up the boards. Do you foresee him being available for the Falcons at eight as a good fit? It's possible. He he lit it up. I, I mean, not only uh, physically uh, and the test that we expected, but, you know, the, the, the press conference as well. I imagine he interviewed very well as well. So I, I think he was one of the big winners coming out of that. Um, it's hard to pick top five, top eight for guys right now because this is a year especially where there could be so many trades. You know, the Bears may be shopping the number one pick, and it always depends on is the right fit available at the right spot. But, yeah, Nolan Smith, uh, definitely I think one of the big winners coming out of the combine. A guy who's also been linked to the Falcons is cornerback Christian Gonzalez. What did you see from him in college that you liked? He you know, transferred from Colorado to Oregon and played some really – some of the best – quarterbacks in the country he went up against uh over his time in the pac 12 there are two different schools he uh impressed very much with the combine as well i'm a i'm a detroit native and i know the lions need a cornerback and he's somebody i think that would be on their radar depending on who's available but uh yeah christian gonzalez cornerback is a guy who uh, impressed a lot of people at the combine on top of a really good single season at oregon and his stock continues to climb yeah, another combine warrior, Chris, as we're talking with Chris Vanini of the Athletic Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Anthony Richardson, for me, that's a no-go, especially in the first round. He's too much of a project for me, and 53% completion in college. Chris, I just I just don't see it. I know he put up the numbers at the combine, but still. This is by far, this is one of the most polarizing players I think we've seen in a draft in a long time. Like you said, he's not a guy who can play for you right away. He's going to be at least a year or two project. Um, his college tape was 
there were flashes, but if he faced pressure at any time, things fell, uh, fell apart. His uh, receivers didn't help him out either. That's part of the completion percentage. But, you know, his footwork, his accuracy, uh, major question marks. And that's not to say he can't fix it. Uh, you know, normally college players, when they go to the NFL, they don't get more accurate. But I think it's also fair to note that Richardson just hasn't played all that much, you know, a, a quarterback, uh, especially at a high level, starting for, you know, just one season at Florida. So I do think there's room to improve. I wouldn't, I wouldn't draft him top 10 or probably even first round like you, but quarterback's just a different position. And when, 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 if you think there's a guy who could be the guy, you know, people spend first round picks on that to, to me, his, you know, his, his record breaking combine in terms of uh, the 40, uh, the, the, the long jump, the high jump, some of these other things that he did incredibly impressive, but we already knew he was a freakishly good, uh, unreal athlete for a quarterback. That's not the concern. The concern is him throwing the ball. And I think, you know, seeing what little tape we have, it's very much a, a fair concern. Do you think that C.J. Stroud could be the Ohio State quarterback to finally buck the trend of guys who have great college careers but don't necessarily make it in the NFL? I think he can. I think I have similar concerns about him in terms of, you know, can he handle pressure? Can he handle when – you know, he's not on the most talented team on the field with some of the best receivers in the country that are all in the NFL or going to the NFL. The Georgia game really turned everybody's opinion on him. I think that's what really solidified him as probably a top five guy. Uh, but that was just one game. There were other times, you know, when, when things weren't that great. If you can get that CJ Stroud, the one who played against Georgia, yeah, you got to be really happy about that. But if this guy's got to play, you know, on the road, uh, in some difficult weather environments um, and, and, and against some really strong defenses and he doesn't have a great offensive line or doesn't have great receivers. Um, every quarterback needs that, but I think him especially. Another quarterback that seemed to impress a lot of people but also has a lot of question marks is Will Levis. Uh, I see him more Taysom Hill than Josh Allen. What say you? Well, the thing with the Josh Allen comparison is that Josh Allen is like a unicorn. Like that, that was, that is not what typically happens. Like I said, if you're inaccurate in college, uh, you don't get more accurate in the NFL. Josh Allen is like the only guy who's ever done that and gotten better. And, and there, there are some comparisons. I mean, Josh Allen never had a good performance against a power five school. Will Levis had some like pretty good performances, but I can't tell you, if you ask me what his best game in college was, what his best moment was, I couldn't tell you. There, there was never really a moment where he put a team on his back and won a game. Uh, part of that was because he was on Kentucky and, and not maybe one of the better teams. But, you know, he lost out to Sean Clifford at Penn State. That's why he had to transfer. I, I have major questions with him as to the accuracy, the footwork, the amount of hits that he takes. But, again, it's not a deep quarterback class. And so guys who, who have a big arm and can throw it really far are getting – better looks, higher looks in this draft than I think they would otherwise. Now, Stetson Bennett continues to prove the people wrong, Chris, as we're chatting with Chris Vanini of The Athletic on the John Chuckery Show, Chris Thomas in for John. He put up a good, solid, maybe if not better than that combine, and uh, I've seen him as high as a fourth or a fifth round grade after initially I think UDFA was what he was looked at. Is that an accurate assumption? I mean, among the guys who were throwing, he was one of the top quarterbacks, I think, who performed. Some of those deep balls that he was putting up were as good as 
uh, almost anybody there. I I watched that performance and I thought this is a guy who's probably going to have an NFL career, isn't he? Like maybe starting job, maybe he spends five to ten years as a backup, but that's a, certainly a solid uh, type of career. I think the biggest issue with him is that he's 25 years old. He's only nine months younger than uh, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> you know, who's a former MVP. And so there's not as much uh, necessarily – he's a guy who's probably at his ceiling, and, and you're not going to have as much time to, to develop there. But he looked really good, and I think he's a guy who puts himself in the picture to get drafted and maybe hang around for a bit. Now here at Georgia, obviously back-to-back national championships. Are we going to be reloaded enough to come back and try – for three Pete. Well, we got to see what the quarterback looks like. I mean, that's the case with anybody who tries to repeat as a national champion or deals with other stuff. I mean, as much as Stetson got ragged on, he was a really, really good. He just, he was a really good college quarterback and he played a huge role in those national championships. And so uh, the, the guys that are battling for that job, will one guy stand out to do it? Cause that's a position that you need to win national championships and Stetson Bennett, I think was actually further proof of the importance of the quarterback to do that. Now, I'm sure you heard Kirby Smart's comments to Mark Schleybaugh of ESPN this week. Do you think he set the right tone and the right message about the team and it not having a racing issue and being, you know, disciplined in the ways that it needs to be? I mean, like, he can say it, but I think they've really got to show it. I mean, look, speeding tickets among college athletes are very, very common at every single school, but stuff like, you know, staffers with players at, at, at strip clubs racing you know suvs that are being leased out those are real big concerns and now you know people have died because of it so i just really really hope that um that they really have taken this seriously that they are buckling down on everything and and trying to hold everybody to a much higher standard because this was an incredibly tragic situation that didn't have to happen and uh you gotta you gotta you know stop these things before more tragic stuff happens now, uh, last one, Chris. We saw down in Texas that there's apparently going to be a quarterback battle between Ewers and Arch Manning. You buying that? I mean, I believe that it's open and that if Arch Manning looks you know, markedly better than Quinn Ewers, then he can win the job. But I, I think uh, it's worth you know remembering how important it is that Quinn Ewers does have really two years of college football under his belt. Played really well early last year. Probably may, might have beaten Alabama if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, he was not nearly as good down the stretch. His, his deep balls were an issue. His accuracy is an issue. Hard to know how much of that was because of the injury and how much of that was defenses adjusting to him. But let's not forget that Quinn Ewers was a, you know, a top-graded number one recruit in the country quarterback coming out of high school as well. You know, like Arch Manning is one of the highest-rated uh, quarterback recruits ever. But so was Quinn Ewers, you know. So it's it, uh, it's um, it's going to be really interesting. We've never really had a situation with two such highly touted former recruits battling it out. Both of them really with something to prove. You think the pressure will just be too much on Sark to eventually cave and just play Arch? I don't think so. I think Arch Manning, uh, coming from where he is, uh, understands – you know, he's not a guy – he's a guy who just seems to have a very level-head situation about things. He wasn't out there very much, uh, 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 you know, promoting himself. All this stuff. So, I think he's a good read on things. All right, Chris, thank you so much for the time, man. Go read him at The Athletic, Chris Vanini. Thank you so much. Yep, thanks for having me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.